Hello and welcome to another episode of Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Kowalski, and I have guests with me every week. We talk about spooky stories from all over this damned place we call online. And uh, if you don't know, a creepy pasta is a virally distributed horror story that sometimes has a vague sense of verisimilitude, like maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Uh, and it ha- it's derived from uh, the term copy pasta, which referred to copied and pasted stories. So you would copy and paste a story that would get called copy pasta, and then the creepy ones got called creepy pasta. Perfect. Uh, I have returning to the show with me this week the hosts of the Sister Time podcast. I have Maddie Howard. Woo! And middle child Abby Howard. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> See, I got second billing this time because you pointed out last time at Abby. <laughs> yep. I feel like everybody can tell that Abby is a middle child without needing to be told. Uh, see, I just well, assumed. Apparently, they think I'm the yeah, oldest. Yeah, I assumed she was the older sister. Uh, because I have my shit together on the internet. Maybe. What? You are also what? the. Well, guess who has her shit together in real life? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. You were also you. the, like, young baby on Strip Search. You were the, like, it's youngest true. contestant out of everyone, right? I was, yeah. I was 20 on that show. <sighs> so long ago. Oh, to be so young. I just turned 28. It's a real disaster out here. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You made it. Yeah, uh, another another year older, another year closer to death. So this story that we have for That's you... That's how I think that is. Uh, someday you'll rest. Someday. Uh, someday soon. No, not soon. Hopefully not soon. Hopefully I'll replace all my defective parts with robot parts and live forever. I mean, I mean that's the plan, right? Uh, <laughs> what? That's no good? <laughs> no good. OMG, wait. Throw that have away. Have you seen... Sorry, this is a complete diversion. Go but have it. you seen the new... Um, the guy who did the rejects cartoons his new thing yes i have oh uh, my one? god sorry which one is it uh, what's it actually called abby uh something about tomorrow the world, yeah, of, like tomorrow. The world of tomorrow the world of tomorrow that's I it i keep meaning to watch yeah. that it's been on netflix for that's like two years or something i cried i literally cried i cried all of his shit now but maddie did you see um ah fuck life is wonderful what is that that's his it's another newer, one of newer his one i think that one is uh-huh. less new oh, than The World of Tomorrow, oh, okay. I think. But you have to watch it. It made me cry a lot. Yeah. Sorry. Complete diversion. We're not here to talk about that, but everyone should go and see it because I feel like if people watch it, the world will be a better place. I mean, that's probably yeah. true, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch that probably because I'm off work the next couple days. I'm opening this YouTube video for Mistrust Game, which is our story this week. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't... Yes, I paused it in time. Uh, Mistrust Game was sent to me by a person on Twitter who DM'd it to me. You know who you are. I'm not going to open Twitter to find out your name because I forget. <laughs> uh, you're the, the guy with the Homestuck avatar. Thank you for sending it to me. Uh, because I really liked this one, but also it's ex- it exclusively exists as audio. I can't find a, a friggin' um, transcript of it. Yeah, I couldn't either. Um, so I guess it was written by this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Liam. Liam, does he have a last name? Liam Vickers. Uh, Good job. So we'll just go through his uh, his little story here, mistrust game. Um, do you want to start us off, uh, Maddie, this time, since Abby gave us the short summary at the beginning last time? 
Yeah, absolutely. So should I say the ending or should I like leave it hanging? Uh, we'll go through. I'm going to recommend this is, oh. uh, this is a good one that, uh, people should, uh, go listen to. It's like what, half an hour. You can just listen, leave it on while you're at work. Um, but yeah, we'll, that's what I do all day. Yeah. Listen to creepy pastas on YouTube. Perfect. Yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it. Um, go for it. So there's a couple on a camping trip. Or well, it's not just a couple. They also have a couple friends. Group of friends going on a camping trip. A guy wakes up. There's rain. It's beautiful. And then like there's a horrific storm. And his girlfriend seems to have been transformed into a horrible monster. But then there are two of her, and they both look like the girlfriend. And he's like. Oh my god, which one of you... I'm butchering this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Which one of you is the real girlfriend? And they're both like, oh my god, it's totally me. And then it turns out that uh, both of them are the horrible monster and they eat him. Probably it's implied... Eating is implied. Yeah, yeah. That's that uh, like a good summary what That's happens? pretty much what happens. There's like a storm okay. and uh, they're on a camping trip. And, uh, he wakes up, uh, what is it? John. John is the boyfriend's name and Sarah's the girlfriend. Um, mm -hmm. and he sees like a flash of like, uh, like a Silent Hill style. It switches to everything being spooky for a second and then switches back to normal. Uh, and it's her being like all twisted and gross and deformed, uh, and then switches back to normal. And then he doesn't trust her from then on, which is where the title of the story comes from. Uh, and then they, uh, what happened? What are, what are their friends' names? Matt Let's call him friend one and friend car. Wait, <laughs> yeah, is that they're both in it? the car? No, that was one of them. One of them, friend one is dead as hell. Friend two is car friend. But friend car. yes, who's also <laughs> who's also car. dead? <laughs> no, no, he's alive. He's, well, now yeah, he's, he's replaced by I mean, the monster. By no, no, he was actually because then because okay, so at one point he still doesn't really know what's going on, but he gets into the car and he's like, "Oh my god, my friend is here and it's fine and I know everything now." Both of these people are monsters now. The both girlfriends are. Yeah, monsters. he figures out that there's two the monsters monster. that look like Sarah. Yeah, but then the monster is like, haha, you got one thing, right? And then he's like freaking out and he's like, oh, oh no, my friend is actually the other monster. I'm in the car with him. And then he gets out of the car and then it turns out that both of the monsters are his girlfriend or both the girlfriends are his, the monster. Whatever. Wait, you know. I thought the deal was that he thought that one of the Sarahs was actually real and he was wrong about that and he went out to save her. Yeah, he, he of, did do uh, that. One of then, the monsters you know. then, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Then one of the monsters, like, to convince him that one of the Sarahs was real, starts killing one of the Sarahs, and is like, oh, no, I'm dying. So, then yeah, he's like, Yeah, so he ah. thinks that Sarah is the real Sarah, and he's like, fuck, oh, no, I have to go save her. No, he gets out, because then he's like, oh, my friend is actually the monster, I'm about to die in here, because she's dead as hell at that point, because she's been oh. disemboweled. Yeah. So then he's oh, man, just trying to run away. Try to... No. Oh. Then the girlfriend grabs his ankle and is like, haha jokes you were right the first time and then his friend dies too yeah i like, the have an I like to the scary car. stories where like everybody dies you know yeah it's uh where the monster wins i feel like it's pretty that's just truthful i feel like that's just <laughs> telling the truth to people is like yes all of the monsters will always win and humanity loses in the end i have no preference but i do like the ones where i like the kind of hopeless ones <laughs> the japanese style if you will yeah uh the entire world is somehow affected by the grudge and everyone dies at the end yeah the one one we just covered uh uh, on here a few weeks ago was a Junji Ito comic where there's no monster and no bad guy. There's just holes in this mountain and people feel oh, compelled man. to walk into the holes and just go deep into the mountain and never come back out. Uh, except they do. Well, yes, except spoiler alert for the episode you listened to two weeks ago. Uh, they do come out and that's the, the monster reveal is that the people turn into the monsters. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's uh it's very good. Uh but I also kinda like this this type uh the thing style where you don't know who to trust. Um yeah. and, and I felt that this was a I thought it would be a lot more predictable than it was. Like as soon as there were two yeah. girlfriends, I'm like, okay, well they're both the monster. Like that that's And you were right. Yeah. But then it tried to confuse us, which it also was trying to do to the boyfriend. Yeah, I thought so. for a second, I like the monster did fool me. I was like, oh, oh, maybe she's not a monster. Whoops, uh, and did trick me into thinking until just now that uh, friend Matt was the monster, but he wasn't, I guess, uh, and he died in was the car. Was Matt not the monster? Matt was not the car. Friend was not the monster. Car friend was just a poor dude, and he was like, oh boy, we're safe now. And then, why is a car an impenetrable barrier to this like nightmare being from another realm? I have a feeling it was having some fun with that because mm. it. Could could have broken in. Like, it was pounding on the window and, like, kind of started to break it a little bit. I feel like if it had used its full force, it could have just gotten in, but it wanted to fuck with them first. Because they did, the monsters then mentioned it makes the game funner, so. Yeah, it was literally, uh, the, the Sarah, the Sarah that was still pretending to be Sarah was, like, punching the window so hard the bones in, in the hands were breaking, uh, which is gross and bad, and, but, like, effective for a horror story, obviously. Uh, but yeah. I feel like the window would break before the bone, but just, I mean, I've never punched a window. So. Monsters you've never could punched just, a window until it broke. That's comforting. Monsters could just bring a sword, like right? I mean, they could just <laughs> make a sword out of their hands. Apparently, they're shapeshifters. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like uh, what was what was the book? It was the John Dies of the Unsequel, and it has a similar like monsters take over people uh, and like twist their bodies, and a bunch of people have their arm bones like turned into big long swords and bludgeons like come on monster you just do that or i guess like in the thing also like their bodies get turned into like tentacles and spikes and there's this really great anime called parasite the maxim where monsters take control of just like one body part and then they can just like use all the cells in that to do whatever the hell they want so they make just blades it's like a very advanced idle hands yeah (laughs) that movie idle hands that shit only used the hands as they were useless I guess I do kind of have a question, though, which is like, so the premise is that there's this horrific, I assume, interdimensional monster that spends its days torturing and having fun with humans. Yeah. But it it is capable of communicating with them and, like, understands that they are sentient. And I guess it's just, like, evil and everything. But don't you think it would be, like, kind of less fun if you control literally every aspect of the game? Like, there's nothing at any point that this monster... Like, it just is watching them fret and whatever, but there is no element of maybe the human will win. The human's never gonna win. It's not, like, the most dangerous game where the risk is that they, like, escape and, I don't know, stab Mm. you in the face or whatever. Then it almost seems like, from the human perspective, is almost not as interesting as from the monster's perspective. Like, I don't know, because... I guess it's more like a cat playing with its food. Yeah. Uh, rather than, like, a human setting up, like, oh, I need this cool challenge to make my life more interesting, for I am the world's greatest hunter. Uh, yeah. But it's... Because it's never challenged. There's never a moment where it has any kind of challenge. Yeah, and it doesn't even... Except for when they're in the car. And then it overcomes that challenge by introducing a little bit of 
surprise. Yeah, that's true. It, it can't get in the car, and it never reveals. Like, there's all kinds of, like, the monster is just like, ah ha ha, but it was me all along, uh, sort of stuff, uh, just like, to be a dick, I guess. But it never is like, well, I could have gotten in the car anyway, so I guess it actually couldn't get in the car, which seems weird. And it did seem, like, genuinely What kind angry. of a monster is this that a car, like, I mean, it can punch it to death, basically, but it, it seems like, what the heck? Why can't it just like teleport itself into the car however it got into this world in the first place like go grab a branch or something at least (laughs) it doesn't work like that you guys (laughs) the thing that i don't get is at first when they're like the girlfriend is walking to the car with the boyfriend and then he turns and looks at her and she's like a horrible monster and i thought he was trying like he was kind of describing like basically a car crash victim mm-hmm. and then i was like oh don't get in a car so that's where i thought the story was going but then i'm like oh. wait a minute so why did it, it i guess it was just trying to freak him out right just to introduce that little element of fear yeah it wanted him to mistrust her before it killed him okay mm-hmm. that seems like a weird way for him to mistrust her yeah for just to me, no, I. Because the first thing I would go to is not my sister was, or not my sister. My girlfriend was replaced by a monster. Yeah, hey, what? It would be, oh my god, I am having a stroke or something. <laughs> yeah, it would definitely be an internal thing, and not oh, definitely monsters. Maybe this is a world where monsters already exist, so he knows it could be a monster. Yeah, and then there's the he's like just- upset, like why didn't you have your hood up? Like that was yeah. not a big that enough line, giveaway. Like, eh? No, and also like she was sleeping halfway out of the sleeping bag, even though it was really cold. And he was just like he kind of made a big deal of that later. And I was just like, I would not even notice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd be like, oh, this person's just dumb. And then later on, he was just like, oh, I get it. Her body was stuffed into the like bottom of it, so she yeah. Couldn't fit that all seems the way like in. a logical leap that I would not necessarily have taken. Very much so. I was just like, I never would have thought that. Yeah, it makes I was, that. There's so much wilderness around. Why wouldn't she be out there? That made more sense to me, uh, or would have made more sense to me if he hadn't been like, hmm, that's awfully suspicious. If he had just been like, oh, I remember this weird detail from earlier that is suddenly clicking for me. Or like, if he had been like, uh, it kind of smells weird in this tent. I wonder why. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was really no indication that we were about to get all like monster in the face. Like, it was more just kind of like, everything is normal. And then there's like a horrific vision. And you're right, Abby, that it does seem like like, if that were to happen, I would assume that I was having some horrific vision. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, something horrible happened to me. Maybe the berries we eat for dinner are going to kill me. But also, yeah. so he was woken up by raindrops, but he was not woken up by his girlfriend being slaughtered right next to him. I do not believe yeah, that. Uh, raindrops seem pretty subtle. He's a, he's oh, a no, heavy I'm sleeper. sorry, we're being mean. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I uh, I think it's fine to point out some of the shortcomings of the story. Uh, he <laughs> makes his patient Patreon money either way. Uh, and I would invite you to- <laughs> I would also- You can cut out some of the negativity. <laughs> we, we're used to things that are just like, ch- things made for children that are horrible. And so we're and just like, things like all the bad things. But really, I, I got, I got a shiver. I got a shiver from this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was well, like, I liked the narrator. I liked the interactions between the boyfriend and girlfriend. I thought that was like, you know, I actually liked their characters. That's a really important thing that a lot of people fuck up. So like, A plus. 
Yeah, I um yeah. I was impressed overall by how genuinely creepy the story was. Uh I just thought um in general the main character John was just kind of like a wiener, but that happens with a lot of horror <laughs> things. Like you kind of the story kind of has to center on someone who is like ineffectual and sort of a, a dipstick uh for any of the horror stuff to work. Yeah. And also a theory if they just won. Yeah. It's definitely more realistic, because a lot of people wouldn't be, like, super heroic or anything in this situation, I guess. You're more just like, oh, shit, gotta look out. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I even would have made it, like, out of the tent. I think probably I would have died very early on in this scenario. I would have been that first guy. Oh, yeah. Or the second guy, but I wouldn't have made it to the car. I would have just been like, oh, I'm gonna die now, bye. The guy who we don't even, (laughs) like, remember his name because he dies before the story starts. Yep. Oh, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's got all the good, like, I could, I did a, it was very easy for me to picture the story happening in my head, uh, because all the language was very effective. Um, Yep. uh, And, like, the image of a forest in the rain really, really worked. Uh It was very cozy. Yeah. It was very cozy Uh, until people started getting slaughtered. Yeah, all the, the descriptions of Everything kind of really pulled me in, even though I don't camp and I hate being outside because that's where the <laughs> bugs and the sun lives. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it that's was. That's Abby, right? Yeah. Are you bugs or the sun? Oh, no, you just agree? Uh, the sun. <laughs> because the bugs, I'd be like, oh my god, animals, I love them. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, Except really? For yeah, bugs. It's mosquitoes. You hate bugs as much as the average person. Hey, I don't squish spiders in my house, Madeline. Well, then you're a fool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, those spiders are going to come back to get you. They're going to yep. be my friends. Or, is what they're no, gonna, yeah, they'll, they'll want they're you to like- think that they're your friend, just like the monster in this story. Oh. And then you'll wake up without kidneys or something. They'll, de- they'll in, declare you know. queen of the spiders. Yeah, you know how much spiders love kidneys. But, yep, that's the idea. They're going to be my loyal followers. They're going to say, this is the person who was nice to us. <laughs> no, wait, I don't want them to be my followers. That's a lot of pressure. Just friends. What if they were just your Twitter followers? What if all your Twitter followers were spiders? I would oh, love that. Nice. <laughs> Me too. They, they would just type so much faster. They would just tweet things at you like, <laughs> or whatever sounds spiders <laughs> make. Or I am in your mouth right now, lol. (laughs) Oh, no. Mm, Protein. Oh, that was another thing that happened on Crybaby Lane. That's a deadly trap for spiders. Uh, Is is, uh, Frank Langella uh, said that that, uh, old wives' tale or urban legend that isn't true about spider eating spiders in your sleep? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, we all know. That thing's not true. Uh, Spiders hate wet places. And also, uh, this is all due to an outlier named Spiders Georg. Everyone knows about Spiders Georg. He eats 10,000 spiders a day. Mm, is he real? He sounds like you made him up just now. Uh, this is a... I'm sorry, it's a meme. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry, I've quoted a meme. Oh, okay. Liar. Terrible. No, this is fine. I want to know about uh, it, and we'll probably Google it, because I keep yeah. up with all the memes. I know all about that boy, and <laughs> Damn Daniel. Uh, what are, I don't even know about Damn Daniel. Uh, Damn Daniel. You should Google Damn Daniel and watch. It's a vine of a teenager talking to his friend Daniel and complimenting his outfit just by going, Damn Daniel. And it's pretty good. Why well, I got the, the internet highlights like this? this. Uh, this makes Maddie, no sense. It's very good. I, I think it's a vine or an Instagram video, so it's very short, much like all the best memes. <laughs> 
Is it a Snapchat? Because the thing is, no. I have officially drawn the line of oldness at Snapchat. Like, I officially don't know how it works, and I don't, I don't care to learn. And I'm just like, all right, it's fine. I can just go dig myself out a little, like, you know, hole in the sand and just plant myself in it with all my books and my old people shit and just, like, give in to time and let the tide drown me. That's basically what it is now. Snapchat is very good. But also, I don't understand. Apparently, teens use it as, like, their primary way of communicating above texting or Twitter or Facebook. And I'm like, mm, I don't know how to use it like that. I'm not a Snapchat power user. I need longer than, like, 10 seconds to absorb a message, honestly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, mm. And you can't go back to it. It's gone forever. That's, That's the so thing weird. I like about it, is the fact that you can be like, hey, this is the sunset I'm looking at right now, and after you look at it, it will be gone forever. Forever, which is just exactly what happened when I was the done thing that we at want it. to remember, or is that the thing we want to value about life? Is it's it's like ephemerality? Like yes, this this instant it will be over so soon, and then we will all die someday. Oh, I don't know if that's what I we mean, want to value, but that's uh, something that is true about it. I think. I guess it's true. I mean, unless we replace our unless we replace our body parts with robot parts and live forever. Back around to this again, yep. eh, Jeff? Well, I figured it would be Who wants that? Uh, it would be a great way to uh, slip us right into our final segment where we go over the spookiest parts of the story. Uh, Maddie, what's the spookiest part of the story to you? The spookiest part of the story to me is definitely the feeling of not being able to trust something and then having that be like a horrific mistake. Like that, I think, I guess that's what they were going for as the core spookiest element of the story is that you can't believe what you think is true, which is pretty pretty horrifying i think yeah 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 it's uh the the mistrust element is very strong in horror and i like that a lot and i wish that more creepypastas would deal with that because usually they're just like this weird thing happened to me i saw this episode of spongebob where patrick uh, had a chainsaw and killed everyone and then when i went outside what? patrick had a chainsaw and he killed me and that's like every creepypasta pretty much uh yeah <laughs> replace that with anything sonic game god there was one that was a fucking hour long oh and it was a sonic was it game. sonic exe yeah i think i want to so. cover that one because I hear it's really bad. Uh, we've done, oh, man. we've done uh, a couple of uh, one episode called Crappy Pastas where we covered Jeff the Killer and <laughs> uh, and Squidward Suicide, which are two of the worst but most popular ones. Yeah, uh, Abby, what about you? What was the spookiest part? I have no part? idea what you guys are talking. About. Well, that's good for you. Then. It's all it, <laughs> you're, you're better off. SpongeBob characters. Yeah, uh, people are like, what if Spongebob but murder was in it? Yeah, they're, what? they're usually like, I used to work for Nickelodeon. They showed us the secret shit like this one that we could never air on, on television because Squidward committed suicide and there's all this creepy shit in it and it's all like half static or whatever. What? Yep. Anyway, uh, Abby, what do you think is the spookiest part? <laughs> Uh, spookiest part for me, I think, was the moment that I think was supposed to be the spookiest part. So, like, A plus, good job. Nice, nice stuff. But, uh, it was the part where he is in the car and thinks that he's safe, and you're like, oh, thank goodness, everything's okay, except for maybe one of those is the real girlfriend, and that's too bad. But then, it's like, ooh, maybe not. Maybe the guy in there is actually the, the creepy monster. And then, there's that moment where he's just like, shit, I could die right now. I thought I was safe. 
and then he gets out and then he dies, and it's all his fault. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think you just told the whole story. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I like that whole story part, the part with the story in it. Uh, the, that ending is very effective, but so I don't sound like a copycat. My spookiest part is gonna be, uh, just when they get to the car and the other girlfriend comes out of the woods, uh, and he's just standing between them being like, uh, there's two of you. Why is there two of you? Uh, and then Sarah being like, uh, give me the keys to the car so we can get in. That's probably a monster. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was so, cause we saw the monster in the woods right before that. Yeah. And then she walks out and then he's like, hmm, maybe she's the real one. I'm like, dude, no, she was a monster before you saw that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very effective bit of tension and I really like that. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna bring this episode to a close. Uh, where can the people reach you on the internet uh, if you would like them to do so? Maddie, you go first this time. Let's see. I'm occasionally on Abby's Twitter making fun of her, <laughs> but mostly you can listen to me and Abby talk to each other at, on the Sister Time podcast, which is on iTunes, also on SoundCloud. Abby, where Stitcher. else is it? Stitcher. Snapchat. Wait, what is it? Stitcher. Maddie. Stitcher. It's not on Snapchat. On Snapchat. <laughs> you listen to it for 10 seconds at a time. Abby, how about you? Where can the people find you on the internet in the places that you would like them to do so? Uh, you could. Well, first I want to say, uh, I hope the author does not listen to this. I'm sorry I said mean things, and I think your story is really good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand what it's like. I'm so used to talking about people who I will never, ever hear our podcast. So, uh, anyway, thanks for your story. My, You can find me on the internet at Abby Howard or lasthalloween.com or jspowerhour.com. Those are all of my wonderful comics. The Last Halloween is super good. You should read it. It's a comic. Yeah, Abby. And thank you so much to Jeff for hosting us. Oh, thank you uh, both for being on. Uh, I also recommend you go read Abby's comics. I was very excited when she wanted to be on the show because she is good at drawing uh, faces that have emotions on them and also spooky monsters. And those are two very important things uh, when you're talking about creepypastas. Uh, I'm Jeff, the host, as always. Thank you to my guests. Thank you to my audience. Rate and review on iTunes, etc., etc. I'm on Twitter, J3FK. You can follow me on Snapchat, JeffJK. Uh, oh, and you can go to patreon.com if you like this show to give me at least $1 a month. And if everyone who's listening to this episode gives me $1 a month, uh, and then convinces 10 of their friends to each do that, then I'll be making, like, way too much money per month, so don't do that. But maybe do that? That would actually be fine. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, do that. Uh, if everyone- Making money's <laughs> You're not gonna discourage yeah. people. Yeah, this could be my full-time job if everyone who listens to each episode gave me, like, two or three dollars a month on Patreon. Uh, so, do that, please. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> that's patreon.com slash jeffjk. I did not say that at the right moment. Uh, it's fine. That's our episode. Uh, this, uh, another one is not text, so I don't have a sign-off phrase. Goodbye! Bye! Bye! Oh, <laughs>